Get the tires you need with the service you deserve. Cars, SUVs, minivans, trucks and trailers, plus lawn equipment, commercial vehicle, and equipment tires. If it has wheels, we have the tire. We provide road service to keep your vehicles and equipment up and running. Drive-in service is welcome. Internet access and cable TV is available in our waiting area. Our alignment system is set up to handle even the largest vehicles. Vecchione also offers truck painting and repair services at our truck facility. Vecchione Tire. Quality service at affordable prices. This is Hollis Thomas, affectionately known as The Tank. You're listening to The Rob V Show on RobVRadio.com. Bang! There you go. <laughs> Rob Olivas, Rob Olivas, on the radio. Coming straight out of Philly with this internet show. Talking news, entertainment, sports, and comedy. Wonder who's the co-host and those sexy ladies. He speaks his mind, makes sense from time to time. of the Rob V Show. Fun lines are open, 215-716-1108. You can email me, robvradio at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter, Believe It's 82. Instagram. What is, I'm forgetting my Instagram. That's really bad day. The Rob V Show, good. And I haven't even drank it all. That's even scarier. Um, lots of things to get to. But before we get into what have you done and a lot of stuff I want to go off on, on our great governor and baseball starting and all kinds of stuff to rant and rave about, we have a guest on the program tonight. And I figured, you know, who can I have on and do something a little bit different? And I figured I'd go to one of my old friends, and we'll see if we can punch up beautiful Texas right now. And hold on. By the miracle of modern technology, once I hit a button, we're going to go to my old friend Don Hooten down. Is, is it Frisco, Texas? Is that where you're at, Don? I'm over in Grapevine, Texas, man. It's about 105 degrees outside, man. It's hot. <laughs> well, so it's, it's worse. It's a dry heat, though, in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's still e- Either way, it's freaking hot. <laughs> Anyway, the reason I have Don here, obviously, I've known Don for forever. It, it, typically in high school, if you saw Don, you saw me. If you saw me, you saw Don. We were like frickin' frack. Uh, Don is the president of the Taylor Hooten Foundation. And, uh, Don, I wanted to have you on to talk about the foundation. I had you on a long time ago. But explain yeah. to my audience, what is the Taylor, found, Taylor Hooten Foundation and how did it start? And what's, what's the purpose of it? What's the message? Yeah, well, man, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, big fan of the show, obviously. I think we've known each other now. God, it's got to be pushing over 20 years, which is really scary to think about. That is scary. We're but, getting old. <laughs> you know, so um, kind of tell you about the Taylor Hooten Foundation. It's named in memory of my younger brother, Taylor. Uh, Taylor was a high school athlete. He loved playing baseball. Uh, baseball is always running our family. I, I had the opportunity to play at two different Division One schools. Uh, my cousin, Bert Hooten who pitched quite a bit against the Phillies in the uh, 70s and 80s, uh, you know, played Major League Baseball. So baseball's always running our family. And 
you know, along the way, just like everybody that's watching this or listening to this right now, uh, we've always been told that, you know, you got to get bigger, stronger, faster. At some point in your life, maybe you got to lose weight, whatever the case might be. And that's still going on today. But today, uh, young people have access to very strong drugs, uh, dietary supplements, and these types of things. So Taylor was told he needed to get bigger, stronger, and faster if he wanted to make the varsity team. And not only wanted Taylor wanted to make the varsity team, but he also wanted to go on and play college ball and professional baseball, just like many of us would love to go on and play professional sports. Half the kids on Taylor's team uh, were using anabolic steroids. And uh, so Taylor began buying anabolic steroids actually at the local YMCA where he was working out and began taking them. Uh, Taylor had put on about 30 pounds of muscle within the first six weeks. Uh, and, you know, he was demonstrating many of the textbook signs of steroid use. So he was getting the acne across his shoulders and down his back and across his chest. He would have very short temper. Uh, you know, he would go from, from extremely aggressive behavior to depressive behavior within just a matter of minutes. Um, and one of the things that, that can be brought on, especially when males are using testosterone, which is nothing more than anabolic steroids, right, um, can be depression. And his doctor told him to quit cold turkey. So you now have a young man at 17 years old that's no longer producing natural testosterone because he's been supplementing it for six months and quits cold turkey, so it's no longer going into his body. So he's got very low testosterone, which led to depression, and ultimately he took his life. And that was uh, on January fifth or January. I'm sorry, July fifteenth, two thousand and three. Robert, I think we hung out probably a week or two afterwards. Yeah. Um, and you know, we formed the Taylor Hooten Foundation in his name, and. Uh, you know, thanks to the support of Major League Baseball, the National Football League, and many other great organizations, our message has directly impacted over two million lives. And which is awesome. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, even though you tell the story now, you tell it very matter of fact because you've told it so many times. But I'm sure every time you tell it, it's still not, you know, something, <laughs> yeah. you know, you like telling. You know, I, I get it. And, I, and that's got to, you know, not be easy every time. But the other reason I thought it would be interested to have you on is because you've told this story all over the country to all different people. But I think it's very rare you can tell the story to someone that knew you, knew Taylor, yeah. knew your parents, you know. And I remember, you know, Taylor was just a you know, normal young kid. I mean, obviously, yeah. I was shocked when he left to go to Texas and how different he looked. And obviously, back <laughs> then, we didn't, we didn't know anything. We didn't, we yeah. didn't think anything, anything was, well, he's in the weight room again. You know, he's trying to get big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, it was just, you know, and I, I told you on Facebook today that, you know, the, the funniest me- or the, when I think of Taylor is when we were younger and we'd take his N64 and, and he'd get so pissed off we'd steal from him because he wanted to play Goldeneye. Yeah, that was, I'm, and I still think that's, you know, arguably one of the greatest games ever. Oh, it's up there. It definitely is. Yeah. It, it, needs, it, it needs to make a comeback. Yeah. No, a lot, a lot of really good memories. But you, you say, you know, one of the key things you just said was, you know, we didn't think anything of it. I mean, he went to Texas, went to the weight room, got bigger. And many of our young people are rewarded for that. You, you think about, you know, high school football or high school baseball. And again, this isn't just males. This is also females. But if you just think about a high school football team for a minute and you've got a young man that takes the summer to, to work out and he comes back and is 30, 40 pounds heavier. You know, he's added a ton of muscle. You can see the the uh, the increase dramatically in the bench press. Those types of kids are rewarded when we, we know it's it's nearly impossible to add that kind of muscle, especially at that age, without the use of drugs. 
Oh, of course. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, uh, 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 back down to, that we didn't know, we, we thought of steroids with, okay, you're steroids, you're cheating, you'll get bigger, you'll get faster, and that's really yep. about it. But the one thing that I never thought of, and I didn't find this out until what happened to Taylor, was that it really can screw up with your head and cause depression and cause, which no one knew about that. No. And, and, and when your dad went and spoke to Congress... Uh, and explained all this. That was kind of a, a kind of a big moment because everyone knew what steroid. They thought they knew what they did, but they didn't yeah. realize what the extent of it of of what it did. And that kind of was like a you know an eye opener when all that kind of stuff happened and went down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's what's kind of interesting. So you talk about the 2005 congressional hearings, and you know my dad testified on the panel right before Jose Canseco, uh, Mark McGuire, Rafael Palmero, Sammy Sosa, and I also believe uh, Kurt Schilling was there. And so those guys were there, and he, so he testified on the panel before and was sharing Taylor's story. And, uh, you know, what I now know were all of those players in upper management, they were watching the testimony from, from various parents, not just my dad, on a screen in a room next door. And I've had an opportunity to meet some of these players. In fact, I see Rafael Palmero just about every day at the gym. Um, kind of interesting. We, we've never spoken. I, I, I think I would like to. Um, but anyway, you know, you, you go back and you listen to that testimony and, and I haven't been so ingrained in baseball for now the past 15 to 16 years. I, I've had people that were around before those hearings and even after. And they say, you know, that testimony that my dad shared that day and Taylor's story and, and the other one was Rob Garibaldi's story, too. But it changed baseball. And it really did. And in fact, uh, what was interesting was about two weeks after the hearings and we have a whole podcast on this is um, Bud Selig called my dad and he said he answered the phone. He's like, you know, this is Bud Selig with Major League Baseball. My dad's like, OK, yeah, right. There's yeah. a joke. And he actually hung up on <laughs> and okay. he had to call back. His secretary called back. He said, I need you to call back into this number at Major League Baseball and I'll patch you through the commissioner. He's like, OK. And then when they got on the phone, they, he was like, oh, I really thought you were joking. I didn't think this was Bud Selig. And they're now very good friends and all that sort of stuff. But it was an interesting story. We did a podcast where my dad and Selig talked about that. That's great. That's great. Now, what? Now tell the audience what you do now, because you go to schools to talk. You go to uh, minor yeah. league ballparks. You go to different ballparks and kind of walk me through what, what you guys do there. Yeah, so um, – during the summertime, once baseball season starts, uh, as part of our partnership with Major League Baseball, the Professional Baseball Athletic Trainers Society, and the strength coaches, we travel to all 30 Major League parks every summer. Um, I think I've been to every single standing park as of right now, other than Atlanta's new stadium, which I was hoping to get to this year, but it probably will be 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we basically talk to young people, males, females, athletes, non-athletes, their kids. They bring them into the stadiums. Uh, we, we share Taylor's story. We, we talk with them about the dangers of appearance and performance enhancing substances. And that's everything from, you know, we get into to, to the loosely regulated dietary supplement industry to the anabolic steroids. Um, and then from there, what we do is we, we have a full 60 minute multimedia program that we deliver in schools all across the U.S., Canada, uh, Latin America. I've been over to Europe to speak. Uh, and, and our main message is focused on young people, and it's to get young people to understand. Just like we talk about, uh, you know, marijuana and alcohol and all the other street and recreational drugs, this is just as you and I talked, Robin. This was 20 years ago. Yes. It's still not a topic that's being dis discussed in schools, and uh, you know, so we go in and we share that message, and it's entertaining. You you you've got to weave. You got to be able to connect with these kids, right? Yeah. They're they're used to a quick pace. You can change topics quickly. 
but you've got to insert a little humor too, right? You've got to keep these kids engaged, and that's why our program has become so popular. But uh, that's allowed us to, you know, impact two million lives. I think hanging out with us uh, has made sure that you have humor your whole life, so you can talk about oh, yeah. it. It's like old hat; it doesn't really matter. You're good to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, humor is a great way to educate people, but it's also a great way to, you know, really connect with people too. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm not here to lecture you. It's I remember my dad, right? You know, you've known my dad for years. We used to run him back and forth to the airport. He's always been a business and, and always and break records on the Blue Route, running to the airport in the Jeep Grand Cherokee. And I might add. I, I, Lord, how did one? How did we not get in an accident? But two, we never got a ticket. Ever. You're, you're skilled. You're skilled over. driving. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but you know, so then we 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 were like wearing polos and slacks. It's like these kids don't want us to come in wearing polos and slacks. They want jeans and they want t-shirts. Like, yeah. be relaxed. So you're communicating with them. You're not talking at them. Yeah, exactly. So I saw you have a fundraiser coming up, the golf outing. Yeah. So for the people that might be in Texas, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, well, so with the whole pandemic that's happening, many of our fundraisers have been canceled, uh, but we are super excited. We finally picked a date. We're going to announce the the course here soon, but we are hosting our 17th annual Taylor Hooten Foundation Golf Classic, so it's our golf fundraiser. Uh, I'm not a big golfer myself, but we've got a lot of supporters who are, and it's a great way to raise money, but it's on September 25th. And it will be in Carrollton, Texas, which is just north of the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. So if you're interested, you know, taylorhooten.org. It's easy to get a hold of us. Send us a message. We'd love to get you more information. And that's a good thing. And now the other thing I wanted to add that I, I almost forgot to ask you when we were talking in the, in the beginning before we went on the air. You have now went into the world of podcasting. So, oh, God. So what, you know, there's all these people I know, you know, here's Rob doing his little show from the apartment. No one's doing podcasting. Now everybody's doing it. Yeah. So, so you're how, a pioneer. Uh, yeah, Rob, Rob believe it's the pioneer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I start from having Zach and Andrew and Kevin Cast and Glenn Tenner, you know, God. sitting in the that's family room. Oh, that's a crew. <laughs> Damn right, it's a crew. <laughs> uh, you know, after an Eagles game, doing you know doing a show on a cell phone. Now you're doing podcasting. So how yeah. how has that been on on the po- how's it been so far doing it? It's been good. I mean, for for years, people were like, man, you guys have access to some of the biggest names in professional sports. You, you need to do a podcast. And and I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I've always been honest. I, I didn't know what a podcast was. I'd heard about them. So people started turning me on to some different podcasts. And now I'm like a junkie. I don't re- hardly listen to music anymore. What, I the hell did you, what, the, what the hell did you think I was doing before? Talking to myself? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. I was like, how do you even listen to one of these stupid things? You know, and now, yeah. now I mean, I'm, I'm hooked. I mean, I listen to hours of them, hours a week. But um, finally, you know, tried to figure it out, kick the can around and figure out the software. And, you know, obviously I'm actually in the little studio. I don't know if you can see the mic. I'm moving here. But, I see that. you know, got some equipment going uh, and then just started recording. And it was interesting because we're like, well, who are we going to have on this podcast to really kick it off? And I remember I texted former big league pitcher C.J. Wilson and I said, hey, man, we're thinking about doing this podcast. It's going to be kind of around all me and you know, doing stuff around performance enhancing drugs. Like I'm in, when do you want to do it? I'm like, well, we don't even have any equipment, but great. I'll get back to you. Uh, and then, you know, Bud Selig agreed to do it and a couple other athletes. So 
It's been it's been a learning curve. It's a lot of fun, um, and we're just hoping it's just another way like you to, to be able to get your message out and, and uh, interact with people. That's that's all cool stuff. I think all that stuff is a lot of fun. Uh, let's get into some some different things. I, I guess I'm trying to think where should we go, where should we go with this? Um, well, I I did touch on how how I know Don. Me and Don go back to God high school. So what is that ninety? 95, 96. Yeah, 94, yeah, 95, 95, 96. And then we, we were frickin' frack. And one, besides, you know, if anyone listens to the show, they know that one, there's two reasons I got into baseball. One, obviously, everyone knows Christian Militello, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons I got into baseball. The second reason is Don. So when I was in high school, I ran track. I was never really involved in baseball and, and, and really watched it because no one around me was into it. And then Don was, you know, Mr. Big League was one of the best pitchers in the state of Pennsylvania playing at Wissahickon, and I would start going going to your games and just watching and, and learning the game because I would hang out at every game. And, by the way, that team should have won the state title, but that's a whole other issue. We should have, yeah. That we can go down. Every time I run in the Croker, I run in the, uh, to, to fence the marker, I just look at like, shut up. I know. I get it. I know it was a long time. Well, you should have won, but that's a whole other issue. We should have won. Yeah, I agree. You should have won the state title. Um, you know, and uh, going to the games. And what, the memory that I remember the most going to the games is that we never left on time because you'd always get interviewed. Every time we'd want to go oh, to a party, to be on a, especially on a Friday, we couldn't leave because you'd be getting interviewed. But Don, I do the interview every time it happened yeah. all the time. And that, you know, I actually remember it was a summer league game. You were playing had, for we Mad- Madison Bank, we, I think, was the name yeah, of the league team. Yeah, going down like Delaware or something. Yeah, like uh, the the uh, Royals single A team in Wilmington, where I've coached three All Star yeah. games there now. And that's where I got one of the first ideas. Where can we do an All-Star game? Let's do it down in Wilmington where you, where you yeah. pitched. You pitched there a couple times down there. The last time I threw a baseball was there. I, um, I wasn't going to bring I, that up, but I was there. I saw it. Yeah, that was the last time because I'll never forget. Um, I had elbow surgery probably my sophomore year of college, and they had to move an ulnar nerve. And uh, I, I, they, they ended up finding a tumor on my shoulder, which ended up being really interesting. But I couldn't feel the ball in my hand. So the, the coach is like, dude, you're, you're only throwing like mid-80s. Like, what is going on? Like, you need to pick it up or I'm going to bench you. I, like, that, I can't feel the ball in my hand. And, you know, long story short is they basically said you could do permanent nerve damage if you keep pitching or you could just stop playing. And, uh, you know, it might be okay for the rest of your life, which, I mean, there's still pain every now and then. But, you know, and that was long about the time. I think my brother passed away that summer. So, uh I really, I didn't really play much after that. But yeah. I think, yeah, you probably saw the last pitch. I, I know, I was there. It was for Gwen and Mercy. You know, for the, for the record, um, uh, the um, what was I going to say? Oh, for the record, you um, could have you played for the Delaware Valley Gulls, and I'm still pissed at you for this because you could have went to the Cape, and I'm yelling yes. at you. I'm like, dude, like really? You're, you're, I, I won't go into detail why he played for the Delaware Valley Gulls, but I tell people this. I tell kids this story all the time. Obviously, not saying any any names in the story. I go, listen, if you have a chance. To go play in the Cape. Yeah. Go play in the Cape. I still, every time we talk, I still get pissed that you didn't go. Now knowing how how good the Cape is. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's like seven wood bat leagues, and that's like the, the premier league to be in, and that's where a lot of these big league players come out of. And you could have went there. I remember Regrets, man. when you were in Louisiana Lafayette, I think they were in the College World Series, you were freshmen. Yeah. I think you called me from the dugout, and you guys were like, dude, we want to go home. Like, we're bored. We've been playing baseball for so long. It's so strict. I'm ready to go. I'm like, is it that bad? He's like, dude, we love baseball, but it is like a whole nother, whole nother world down there. Yeah, when you're playing when, for a big time program. That was my friend. That would have been like my sophomore year. Was it your year. sophomore year? And, 
and we were just like, man, you know, it's it's time for summer ball. You know, it's more laid back. But yeah, I mean, one of the things I I, I learned, you know, high school baseball is, is so much fun. You just go and you play, right? I mean, now it's way more technical, and there's video, and they got these little iPads and cameras. I mean, even you go watch these big league guys hit; they set up all this equipment around them, you know, especially at spring training. But it, you know, you get to the college level and even the professional level. What a lot of people don't realize: these guys spend hours and hours studying video. And, you know, even some of these guys are really old school. You'll see them in the dugouts and they're just they're taking notes after they hit. You know, they're, they're going in to watch video in between innings. And it's it's a job. I mean, it's it's a very, very good paying job. But, um, you know, it, it's something you've really got to be committed to. And it's a, it's a fun game. It's just I, I thought high school baseball was just so much more fun. Once you got to college, it was real. It was business, you know, you know, for the record, I still wish you didn't get hurt and you lived here. And you could have donned the Norgwen Packers jersey and played oh, dude, a game in the Perky that. League. We don't have – I mean, I, I think we had an adult league here for a while, and I don't know what happened to it, but it would have been awesome just to be able to continue to play. Yeah, I mean, the, the team's good. We're actually uh, in the process of signing former Phillies All-Star Dominic Brown to be a, no a Norgwen Packer. He, he stayed in the area. A lot of the guys stay in the area. Opened up a yeah. hitting clinic. Uh, he just wants to hang out and really just promote the hitting clinic. But we're fortunate enough where we get a lot of good college players. And then I fill yeah. it in with all former pros, indie guys. And you see, like, when, between the college guys and the indie guys, independent ball, those, when independent guys play, you see the difference. And you can, and you can see even what the difference is of, of what the, a pro player is. And I try to tell people, like, listen, the guys you see at spring training, they get cut. Like, right, oh, those guys are – no, no. They're still the they're top <laughs> 1%. Of every baseball player in the world, if you're at spring yeah. training, you're that good. You yeah. are, you are that and, good. And some of these guys, it's hard to believe. I mean, if you've never been around them, most of these guys are six one, six two, six three. They're huge. They're fast, extremely strong. And it's like that's you know, I, like I, I remember meeting Josh Hamilton, and I you, you see him on TV and all that sort of stuff, but you meet him in person, and you're like, damn, you are a big freaking guy. I mean, I had no idea, but. That's why those guys get paid the big bucks. Exactly. Well, if you didn't get hurt, you would have got paid the big bucks. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Some of these guys are making stupid money. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Well, here's the other thing. People think that you only can play professional baseball in Major League Baseball, and that's not true. I've had guys yeah. play in Australia, Taiwan. There's a league in Italy. Oh, yeah. Mike Piazza has a team in Italy now. Um, there's the, the Dominican League. There's, yeah. And I've got I've guys I've had guys play all over the world and like wait a second you mean you can get paid another place like yeah oh yeah there's other places and, you can go get paid to play and get paid really good money too oh I have some of these guys will go make a couple million dollars a year playing in Japan did you play with D Johnny DiGirolamo? I can't remember yes. yeah yeah he played in he the played Italian, in, he right? played in Italy and uh, an example you know, gave him a little bit of money but they gave him a car and a house and he lived in Italy for free why not I mean you can't you it's can't you can't beat that at all yeah you know? so, in fact his brother. Uh, was played down here. I think it's the Texas Tornadoes. So his brother was down here, like playing goalie for one of the minor league hockey teams. Oh, really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's it, but it's been a long time. I I haven't communicated with them. Uh, it, it's it's been quite a while. But I try to keep up with as many people, especially on social media, which is a really bear to get on right now. I don't I don't want to start revving you up on that, but. Oh, that, a great, that, it's a great that, place that, to keep up with people. I'll get revved up when I get off with you, and that'll be the second part of the program. Yeah. You know, so I can, so I, Rob can really go off and see. This is why I love the show. I can just lose my shit, and it's perfectly fine. I can yeah, say whatever I want. It's your show. If you don't like it, turn it off. Exactly. You can turn yeah. it off. Although people listen just to see what I'll say, just to see yeah. who I can piss off. You know what I mean? 
So I, I've got we got to talk cars just for a second. Yeah. So we got to talk about one of the classics that you owned, the Eagle Premier. <laughs> the Eagle Premier with the <laughs> spoiler and the red leather interior. Dude, so I don't know if you remember this, but I, I, I think about all time. I can't tell you how many hundreds of people I shared this story with. We were coming down 309, coming back like into Lower Gwinnett, doing something. And some guy cut us off, and you start cussing and yelling. You went to lay on the horn, and that thing freaking got stuck. And, dude, all the way, like, I think into Ambler, your horn, is it just won't stop. And people, like, dude, we're pulling up to red lights, and I'm just like, oh, I'm looking around like, this thing's got to stop at some point. And it never stopped until you turned the car off. No, well, no, it happened again, and Andrew yanked the wires of the horn. And then the horn never worked again. It's hard to pass inspection with that not working either. Uh, no, it didn't pass inspection at all. Well, th- another side note to that is you. I was like, Don, how do you how do you fishtail your car? Like, how do you how do you do that? Oh, and you're yeah. like, I'll show you. So we go over to Gwen and Mercy, and you're like, all right, go as fast as you can. And when I tell you to slam on the brakes and turn the wheel, slam on the brakes and turn the wheel. So I gun it like, all right, no, 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 slam on the brakes, turn the wheel. <laughs> we were going like forty in like an open field. How we didn't flip that thing. Would I do that now? Probably not. Eighty percent of the stuff we did back then, we would have got arrested today. Oh yeah, oh there's, yeah. There's oh, no, yeah. There's, there's, there's no, no doubt. No doubt. You, Illegal off roading. Oh, yeah. I, I won't even go into everything else because you have a public persona now. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, the things that I have on tape are uh, in a in a file box. I literally have probably oh god, twenty hours of footage of just all things. See, all kinds you of were stuff. like the pioneer before social media, like the influencers back then. You always had the camera. You always had to tape it. Imagine if, like, Facebook came around right around those times. We would have been in big trouble for a long time. But, oh, yeah. Well, you I mean, guys you had used, tons of content. You guys used to bitch them while you're filming. You're filming this. Now everyone wants to see the old footage. You know, I have, you know, like Rob Wetter, you know, owns a big landscaping company now. I have I have videos of Wetter with his R6 in his garage with the garage door closed doing burnouts. And all you do is see smoke like you can't you can't you can't make up that kind of stuff. Oh, that was so much fun, man. Yeah, we used to take his four wheeler and I mean, just jump that thing. And no helmet. <laughs> no. I mean, no, no gear, nothing. Just just launch that thing. And I'm like, we could have gotten hurt. We didn't, thank God. But, you know, you do stupid stuff. How fast can we have the cars go? Can we get over 100 miles an hour? You know, this oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think we did like 175 with Rob Gray's Corvette. Uh, good old Rob. We always Glenn Tanner will check in once in a while. We'll find out where instead of where in the world is Carmen San Diego. It's where in the world is Rob Gray. Last time we checked, he's living in Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah, I had no, yeah, I had no idea. He was here in Texas for a while. Oh yeah, he got out of there quick. He screwed a lot of people. I I got to find that it's on the best of the Rob V show. Glenn told us for a while. Glenn was following Rob's every move. He had a radio show. This is going back probably ten years ago. About open. He was doing uh, what was it called? Open currency. Yes. Right. So that was his radio show. So we and him. So him and Joe Bacuti. No, it wasn't Joe. It was his him, his brother, and some guy from Texas. So we find out about this. So me, Zach, Andrew, maybe four other people. Like, dude, we're gonna call. So we call. It took no. him. It took him probably the third call to figure out who it was because we start talking about Delran Builders in New Jersey. Like, we slowly, slowly started bringing it in. He got so angry. I mean, he, <laughs> Andrew, call because we're just sliding stuff in that nobody else would know. And then he starts talking about these losers drinking Yingling in Pennsylvania. It was, dude, it was uh, great. Glenn called man. in. It was great. 
when is Yangling going to start selling beer in Texas? You know you what? I enjoy going to Florida. You can get it there. You, I think you can even get Louisiana now. I can go right to the source for you because my cousin, Mark Persiani, his wife, Jill Persiani, her family is best friends with the Yingling in, Pot, in Pottsville. So I'm working on getting Dick Yingling on the podcast. So if I can get him on, that'll be the first question. When, when, can, I get te- when can I get Yingling down to Texas? Yeah, I, it, I mean, the distributors need to bring it down here. I, anytime I go out of state and I can grab it and bring it back, man, it, it's, I'll it's mail it really to good. I'll mail it to you. Yeah, I, dude, I, can, I can drink some Yingling. I gotta still want to. I still gotta fly down. We gotta hang out. Like I, I, I really, I wanted to have you on because I haven't talked to you in forever. I'll see you maybe yeah. once every two years, and we we always had fun when the two times I came down to Texas. I got I gotta come down again because it's a cool state. Uh, we we definitely gotta do something to uh, to hang out again because me and you yeah, were you like got- freaking frack back in the day, like I said. Yeah, you got to bring Zach down. He's been talking about coming down here too. Uh, you got to talk to the wife then. You got to talk to Dawn. Oh, you know, yeah, you got to talk. You got to talk to the, the boss. Brass, huh? Yeah, Zach doesn't make those decisions. He'll he'll even uh, t- he'll even tell you that. You know what I mean? I'm the only person that can make my own decisions because it's just me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, hey, why not? You know, it's just so, sometimes yeah, you, guys, you yeah. know. Come down. We'll watch a Cowboy game. Take you over to the stadium. I know you guys would love to see that. We can do an Eagles Dallas game. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. It's just, it's like, it, it's probably like you guys up there. It's just so freaking expensive to go see a game. It's, I mean, especially if you want to have a couple of cocktails. Well, from what I, because like I, I, I think I told you, just my, my, my buddy I do the other shows with, and I do a lot of stuff with those, the Green Legion. So if you're an Eagles fan, yeah. he does your hotel, your airfare, all that kind of stuff. And I remember him telling me at Texas, well, whatever it's called now, down at, in Dallas, that the biggest thing is the parking, like how expensive it is oh. and how absurd it is, and it's insane. You know, like you, you can't, and they don't. I don't think you can. You tailgate, you can't tailgate there, right? Or can uh, you? I think people do. So parking here, here's a here's a funny one. So uh, a buddy of mine used to work at a tire shop right across the street from AT and T Stadium, okay. Jerry's World, yeah. Cowboys Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And if they ever played a Saturday game, which is rare, yeah, they would just close the store and they could sell parking spaces and make more in parking than they could on tires. If you get anywhere close, it's seventy five to one hundred and twenty five dollars to park. Yeah, and people bitch here that parking's forty or fifty, which yeah, is still th- that's expensive. cheap. I mean, yeah, you're walking a long way, especially if it's hot out. Like, depending yeah. on what time of year it is. But for me, like where I live, I'm a twenty five minute drive, so it's it's probably a seventy dollar round trip Uber. Really? Yeah, that's that that's about about a little less when we go to Philly. Like, we'll just take unless we'll just take an Uber because we're not no one. We don't really tailgate because we'll go to a we'll go to a spot yeah. to hang out. And I, I, why am I going to drive? There's there Uber, exactly Uber is the greatest thing ever invented. It's like it, oh. You know, I, I want to go in the city. I'll call an Uber. Why couldn't we think of that? I don't know. And Mars, my mother, because Don would always call my mom Mars, um, she listens to the program. She always gets me. She's like, why do you spend so much money on Uber? I'm like, Mom, I'm going to the city to get hammered. So don't you think it's okay that I'm just spending a little bit of money for an Uber? She's like, well, when you put it that way, I mean, I really don't want you going out, but I guess. I'm like, well, duh. I think it's a pretty safe assumption. You know what I mean? And now you get points for Uber. You get, like, uh, uh, coupons oh, yeah. and stuff. I think I'm like a gold or platinum. Like, oh, you reached platinum level. I, mean, I didn't even know they had that, which was kind of cool. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, but here in Texas, like a a, D, a DWI is ten grand minimum. Yeah. There's, so it's yeah. like okay, so I spent a hundred dollars on an Uber. Who cares? There, it's getting ready to cost me ten if I'm driving home. That or I kill somebody. It's even worse. And you know, speak speaking of drive or speaking of uh, drinking, uh, Jim Phelps is getting married again, and we're going to Vegas for his bachelor party. It was supposed to be April. Now oh, it's geez. September. So Bondy's coming. Millie's never been to Las Vegas. We had oh. to, dude. I can't wait. We're gonna. We're Christian's like, oh, you know, I'll come. I'm like, you know, Christian, you know how much fun this is gonna be. 
He's like, boy, what, what, is it that much different than Atlantic City? I'm like, oh, brother. Yes. You, you have <laughs> Millie, you have Christian, you have. We're going to get the old school Christian. I can't wait oh, to have him in Las Vegas. Dude, if they don't shut Las Vegas down, no one y'all are coming. That's going to be bad. I can't. Well, well now that, see, here's the thing. There's certain things <laughs> I want to do in Las Vegas, and none of them will like, want to come with me for it, so I'll just disappear for an hour. But, all right, guys, like, I'll see you guys like in 24 what? hours. They, they none of them like strip clubs. But let me, let, me, so what? let me rephrase that. None of them will go to strip clubs anymore. Why? Why? Yes. Their wives would not like that. that that's a, You're in Las Vegas. Man. I know. Plus, people go, oh, well, they're with Rob, so, you know. But, dude, they have their own minds. They're all adults. They can have fun. So, you know what I mean? do you remember one night you were, like, harping on Bondi and I? I think Christian might have been there, too. Like, we got to go to the strip club. It was your birthday. Yeah. And that's where you wanted to go. Yeah, Zach came. And so, we went to this. Not like, much has changed place. in 25 years. Yeah. Or 20 this, years. Dude, this place was, like, a rat hole. I think it was, like, an all, like, no-clothes type deal. Was it deal. in Jersey or was it in Pennsylvania? <sighs> I don't even remember. It was probably dude, we in Jersey. Paid, we paid these girls to just beat the living crap out of you. Oh, that might have been. Dude, no, that was double visions, I think. That sounds about double, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember. And they, they oh, no, no, no. It wasn't belt. double visions. It was, show was and, it? it was show and tell yeah, on Delarab. And, and you and Wetter. And they, I yes. mean, when I mean beat the shit, I mean teeth marks yes. on my nipple. These people would go to jail for what happened to me that night. <laughs> you I had belt marks? Belt marks. I couldn't lay on my chest for a week because my chest <laughs> and you, hurt you so much. You complained the whole way home. We're like, dude, you're the one that wanted to go. I don't remember how much money we spent that night, but it was just paying them to beat you up. I remember wetter, just wetter in a single reckless days, just throwing hundreds to the girls. Like, listen, I want four of the hottest girls, and I later found out. But we want you to beat the shit out of them. But what you did was they took your Texas belt buckle and beat oh, yeah. and beat me with it. I, you know, I, I tried to block that out. And thank you for bringing that up again. I, I, but, you know, know, they put you on the main stage, too, in front of everybody. You were like the show. That, that's what you wanted for your birthday. I didn't want to get the shit beat out of me for my birthday. But, but you, you wanted to go. That was just kind of part of – that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That that's what happened. And I remember <laughs> the next day I, I was getting out of the shower and I was, like, had my towel on. My, Mars, my mom walks by, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I got the shit beat out of you. She's like, why? I'm like, a bunch of strippers, Mom. She's like, my God. You people, all your friends, you're all in the same. I'm like, well, what do you want? You know? That was fun, though. It's, you know, good stories. You know, kids don't do that, that clean, wholesome fun anymore when you learn no, about life. Ragging people online and just posting pictures and playing on their cell phone, you know? Speak, speaking of posting things online, we, we'd get in trouble all the time because we'd post our parties, the hotel parties, sneaking yeah. the booze in with the uh, the luggage, you know, the, the good fun times, Don. <laughs> Try, yeah, dude, I would love to see some of those tapes. Next time I'm up there, we need to just sit down and do like an old tape marathon. You need to try to get here for like, usually when you come here, you do your event and you're out of here in two days. You got to try to do three days so you can have one day just to hang out. Bring yeah, the, bring the wife out. up. That was kind of the plan this year. Last year was a little bit longer, but then the, the open day I had, I did a program at, uh, no, that was this October. Did a program at Wissahickon. Yeah. So I came back. You know, that was, uh, that was the funniest t- thing. You would talk all over the country. I mean, everywhere yes. you would talk. And I was like, um, all right, uh, so when are you going to come talk at your high school? He's like, they've never invited me. And Dude, we, we called, even Finstermacher tried. And yeah. they were, you know, basically at the time just said, hey, man, like, we're just not interested in having you come talk to the kids about that. I'm like, okay. But Wissahickon's way different now than it was when we were in high school. Man, that school is awesome. 
what what it hasn't been re it has oh the pool that's all they've done they haven't no, remodeled like it all remodeled everything they've only remodeled the where the gym is and where yeah, the trophies area. are where if you go to the track trophies you can see yeah. Rob Levis's names on some of them but that's well, that's a whole other issue um, but no and I was pissed because when you finally did it, I can't remember either I wasn't there I couldn't go because you got inducted yeah. to the Sports Hall of Fame which is awesome but yeah like, that's what it was you know that's what it was and I'm like Don finally got <laughs> to go to beautiful historic Ambler Pennsylvania. And talk to her. for years. I'm like Don. Don't you think you should go to Wissick? And he's like, I would like to. It just we hasn't tried. happened. And we told him we're like, dude, we will pay for all the flights. We'll pay, you know, every. And we just couldn't make it happen. But I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad we finally did. Hopefully, we can go back and uh, you know try to keep in touch with obviously Stokes and some of the other staff there, which is great. But uh, yeah, I, I do need to come up and spend more time. I, typically, it's in and out, but it's usually that time of the year. It's so busy. Yeah. Did uh, did you tell the kids about the glory years of the Wissick and baseball team and how oh, yeah, and how good it yeah. was back in the day? Was was was, that, was Stokes there letting the kids know how good you guys were? Yeah, Stokes opened it up, and you know, because I think we were like the only year that it, now I think they had a real they've had a couple of really good teams since. Yeah, they got a but couple one of the good only years that we've now. got a banner. We got the first banner in the freaking gym. Yeah, not as many as the track team, but yeah, you had the first baseball oh, banner. Yeah. The track team was the rest of the gym. I, I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm you know I just yeah. want, I just want I just wanted to put that out there, um, which I thought was really cool. But uh, yeah, the, the baseball team's doing well. They got a bunch of good coaches there. Both the guys that are there are involved in the Perky League, Andy Noga yeah, awesome. and uh, yep. Vince Elsier, who coached Norristown forever, who's a Baltimore Orioles scout. He helps them coach, so they're doing they're doing well. They're doing well. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else do we need to plug here? We told we went down memory lane, which is always fun. I got to have you on. Well. You, you know what we need to do when you do these ballpark tours. You need to have me come down and do some podcasts with you. Yeah, that you would be do. really cool. So the next time, because uh, like, and every time I'm in Philadelphia, people like ask, "Let me know, let me know," and I try to give people heads up because it gets busy. But I mean, like, I'm literally at Citizens Bank Park from like nine in the morning to four in the afternoon. They give the kids a tour. They feed. the Phillies do just such a tremendous job with their community service john who like leads the community service stuff over yeah. there i mean they're just they're awesome with the kids. it's a full-on deal for these kids which is awesome which is really cool. yeah uh but yeah we got we got to do something a podcast or or, or something maybe, yeah. maybe we can uh get you back in shape you can come what have you ever tried to since you got hurt have you ever tried to mess around and throw off a mound not off a mound but you know out, i think it's probably out in right field at citizens bank park they had the little wiffle ball field yeah and just next to the wiffle ball field there's like the radar guns yeah so last year like hey let you know let's see how hard you could throw do not chunk it i'm like oh dude my shoulder is like 44 miles an hour i'm like really it stokes like what happened i was like i i that's the first ball i've thrown but not really i'd love to like i've always thought about you know it'd be fun to have like a catcher and just warm it up and just try to throw again We'll we'll get Christian back in back in there. We'll see if he can catch. Oh, you should see him coaching his kids now. It's great. I love it. Oh, oh, really? He sw- he swore when his daughter was playing softball, and now he coaches the the his sons. But he's like, all right, I'm not going to coach. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to let him, you know, play. And Sophia was playing. This was years ago, and he's sitting there, and he just couldn't take it anymore. He's like, these guys have no idea what the hell they're doing, and he's been coaching ever since. <laughs> He just couldn't take it anymore because the guys didn't know what they were doing. They had no clue. You can tell the guys that have no clue what they're doing at all. Oh, it would be like, dude, if I had kids and they were like, you know, hey, let's go coach football. I'd have no – I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, now baseball, that's a different story. Like, all right, where do you want yeah. to you, you start? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so well, That's if, cool. You know? Yeah, we got to get got to get the whole crew again together. And I hope – I hope, um, man, if there was a way for you to go live the whole time you were in Vegas, that would be, that would be fun to tune into. No one would allow that, uh, number one. <sighs> 
No, no, none of those guys would allow they that. You got to sign waivers. The last time we were in Vegas, I was filming stuff like you can't post any of this on Facebook. You can't, you can't, you can't check in here. You know, I have to. Dude, you now have to check with people if you can check in. Uh, excuse, excuse me, person A, can I check in? Oh, it's good. Person, no, no, you can't check me in. Okay, I won't. The check wheels in. are falling off the damn bus. The plane is crashing into the mountain. Yeah, dude, the, that, that the is, Supreme Court has roundly rejected prior restraint, <laughs> as Walter dude, would so, say. Man, that that is one of my favorite movies of all time. It never gets old. The Big Lebowski no. never gets old, Don. No, it doesn't. And I, I was actually just talking. So we were watching a movie, and somebody was drinking White Russians. <laughs> and I don't remember if you went to this party with Vondier or not. And I don't know if it was something with like the HVAC company, but we. Mo- I don't remember how many of those things we drank. We had WH Fence the Mock or whatever. I don't know if it was. I still we- have that shirt. No, ha- you don't. Have you been? Hold on. Uh, let me. Just, no, give, you Give me don't. two seconds. Let me. If I let me yeah. see if it's in my drawer. Hold on. Yeah. See if you can grab it. No way. Before we wrap it up with Don Hooten talk, hold on. We'll see. Let me get the other camera to see if you can. Give me a sec here. Uh, which camera are you looking at? We'll see if you can see it. We got fence. Yeah, bring rock. it down. Just no way. Hold on. And then the best part is I've saved it because it's fading. It says, have you been serviced lately? Yeah, that's that's a great shirt. That was funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, you could yeah, bring I, that back I still now. I the jacket. I, I didn't know you had a jacket. Yeah, I had a jacket. Oh, that you still have it? Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's a good jacket. You wear that jacket? Yeah, I, I used to do it. And you and Bonnie had no idea what you were doing. We had no clue. <laughs> and he, like they'd send us out on a circuit. Go, hey, go tune this guy's air conditioner up. No license, nothing. Like, okay, we'll go fix it up. No <laughs> clue what we were doing. The best part is now if people start talking HVAC, Andrew's like, yeah, I, I, what do you need? I, I could take care of that. Like you guys Shit. didn't know what you were doing. He's, I'm like, I'm like, didn't didn't uh, Don Don teach you? I do. He's like Don. He's like, I taught Don everything he knows. I'm like, probably wasn't much. He yeah, he got me that job. He's like, you want to come uh, install air conditioner? I'm like, I don't know anything about it. He's like, yeah, you don't need to. Just come to work with me tomorrow. You they don't need, need to. <laughs> Dude, it would just. I mean, he would send us out to like you know, like remove Freon, which is by the way, like you have to have a license to remove Freon and. And, like, one of the guys who were, he wasn't licensed either. He would just cut the dang line and just let it bleed out, which is, I mean, super illegal. I'm just, like, guys. Super illegal. <laughs> to just bleed it out, like, to just kill the atmosphere. No big deal, man. If, if, you, if you just, like, we're talking and you talk about what we did. And we're not talking about, like, 40 years ago. We're talking no. about, like, 15, 20 years, a little over yeah. 15 years ago. And it's like, dude, people wouldn't. You couldn't any of the stuff back then. You'd get arrested for it. You get fined for it. You get in trouble for it. People have become soft, man. People oh. have become real soft. Trust me, we'll talk about that on the other side. Um, yeah. Where can people find info out about the Taylor Hooten Foundation? So we've got a website, uh, TaylorHooten.org. Uh, we're on Facebook at Taylor Hooten, and on Instagram and Twitter, we're at the THF for the Taylor Hooten Foundation. Um, you can. We've got a, a whole all me league. So a bunch of players that have, uh, you know, volunteered to step forward to uh, be role models. So our two Phillies, all me advisory board members are Aaron Nola. Actually, we got three, Jay Bruce and Jake Arietta, which okay. is interesting. You know, my brother played baseball with Jake Arietta in I high school. Really? In middle school, maybe. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
So real quick, sorry, because I know you got to go, but I, we were we're in Chicago, and I, got, I met Jake for the first time. And this was right after they had remodeled underneath the stadium on the third base side. Yeah. And so as I was walking down, this gal with her kids grabs my arm and she said, oh, my gosh, you look just like your brother. I said, I mean, excuse me, I don't, I don't know who you are. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. My name's Brittany. Uh, I'm Jake's wife. And I knew your brother. I dated his friend who lived right next door. And she's like, you know, I've been to your parents' house and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, that is a crazy small world. But, yeah, Jake's like, dude, I played against your brother. And it was like middle school or high school. That's pretty cool. That's a cool story. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, and we've got a podcast, too. If you just search Taylor Hooten on a podcast, you can see the All Me podcast. So, a lot of good stuff. That's all good stuff. Well, listen, it was yeah. it was good to catch up with you. Good to have yeah. you on. we got to hang out soon, whether it's in Philly, whether it's in Texas. But I, I miss hanging out with you. Tell the parents I said hello. Tell your sister I said hello. And uh, I'll, I'll tell Andrew we got you know we, ne- next podcast we can do all about partying at the Moon Tower. That would be a great. Po- I've got some old pictures that I don't know. We could probably run some of them. We, okay, that's good. Uh, I well, got a picture of all of us with Big Merg. <laughs> Hold on, was Big Merg your the neighbor upstairs yes. who worked for the cable company? The, yeah, the real the big real guy, big yeah. dude who would yeah. sometimes he'd come down and play Super Nintendo with us. Other times he'd come down and tell us we're too loud, or other times he'd come down and get drunk with us. Yeah, yeah. The first time he came down to scream at us, and we're like, "Hey, just we'll calm down. Just come in and have a beer." And he ended up drinking like a thirty pack. It was like, and then we were cool after that. <laughs> oh, that's great, well, yeah. buddy, dude. It was awesome to have you on. Thanks for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, don't, as usual, don't, we'll, we'll talk on Facebook. But you know, don't yeah. be a stranger. We got to talk more. We got to hang out soon. I agree, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Appreciate All right, buddy. It. I'll see you. All right, man. Later. All right, bye. There you go, Don Hooten, my old, my old buddy, my old my old running mate back in the day. Uh, checking in, talking about the Taylor Hooten Foundation, which, you know, I, I wanted to get the story about Taylor, talk about the foundation since, you know, baseball's starting back up. Uh, what I want to do is take a quick break, and then we'll, 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 we'll do the opposite. Normally, we have, what have you done? What's on my mind? All that kind of stuff to start the show. And then go to the guests. But we have the guests first, and then we'll go and we'll, we're flipping the show around today. You know, a little, a little bit different. Flipping, uh, flipping the program around, as, as we always do. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more of the Rob V Show on RobVRadio.com right after this. Smile, she's everything. I never knew just how I feel. Thoughts in my heart when you're not here. The perfect man I try to be. Lost sometimes, so blind that I can't clearly see. 
and you're listening to The Raw V Show on rawvradio.com. Remember our date. Might help if I was close to the microphone a little bit. Anyway, Don Hooten, thanks for calling in. It was good to have him on. Talk about Taylor Hooten Foundation. Always good to catch up with him. Uh, have not had a chance to talk to him in quite a while, but 
Uh, go going down memory lane that happens when you get when you get old friends on. So it's always uh, it's always a good time. So thanks, Don, for calling in. Now, uh, what have I been up to? Um, well, what have I been up to? Well, the Norgland Packers finally had a scrimmage yesterday, which was awesome to get on the field to see the guys. Uh, we scrimmaged the Fort Washington Legion team. Thank you, uh, to Coach Lou and everybody for making that happen. And I was shocked because I didn't tell anybody we were doing it. And we probably had maybe 20 out of the 30 guys there because other guys were working. We had a lot of the college guys through six pitchers. And, uh, it, uh, you know, people just start showing up. I figured, what are these people doing here? Like, why why are they here? What are they doing? And they were there to watch the scrimmage. We had people down the first baseline, down the third baseline, obviously being respectful, you know, all that sort of stuff, social distancing. And, uh, you know, Nick Ciccoletti, who's the head of uh, uh, Ciccoletti Umpiring Services here in Montgomery County, uh, was our umpire. And people were giving chick shit from the du- from the stands or from the the baselines. I'm like I'm like, dude, it's an exhibition. Like, calm down. It doesn't mean anything. Like, and it was like people were in rare form. But so it was awesome. To, it was, dude. It was so much fun to get back on a baseball field, like to do something. Like, I missed seeing the guys. Didn't see all my guys. Saw most of them. To be around them, to hang out with them. It was it was just fun. So that was good. Um, uh, a lot of golf with my dad. Going to my dad's on Saturday for Fourth of July, which will be fun. Um. Oh yeah. I, by the way, our our dictator governor and uh, his his sidekick, you know, Wolf and Levine Smith must go. Put up another executive uh, uh, mandate, whatever the hell you want. It's not a law, so it doesn't matter. You you have to wear masks all the time, which it doesn't say that. If you if you read what the uh, what it says, it says if you're outside and you can't six feet uh, distance from people you don't know, you have to wear a mask. But again, it doesn't matter because it's not a law. You know, in order for it to be a law, governor. Uh, the the people have to vote on it, and then you have to sign off on it, and none of that's happened. So you can say whatever the fuck you want, because what police officers are going to enforce? First of all, it's not a law. Like you can't get arrested for it, you can't get fined for it, you can't get a summons. So it doesn't matter. It's just more mumbo jumbo. And if you look at the stats in the state of Pennsylvania, I'll give you the stats of the Pennsylvania as of right now. Let me see if I can pull this up. Um, where are you at? Uh, stats in Pennsylvania. Hold on, I I got him here. Just got to find it real quick. I had him here for a second. Uh, Are these the stats? I think these are. These are it. Hold on. Stats. Uh, Yeah, so this is as of four hours ago, right? There's 87,000 cases, a little over 87,000 cases uh, in, in Pennsylvania. For the record... P- percentage of population that has have it or have had it, 0.68%. Let me say that again. 0.68%. Estimated active cases in Pennsylvania, a little over 19,000. Hospitalized, 632. Current hospitalization rate, 0.72%. The recovery rate of people that do get it is 78%. So, you know, a negative test rate, 94.9 percent. It's just it's it's ridiculous. It's bullshit. It's it, uh, it's the whole thing. It's it's we're, we're living in a society, folks. What's going on here is absurd. Pe- you know, you're not going to see me wearing a mask outside. OK, that that is not going to happen, period. OK, and, and, and like we've been saying for months and months and months on the show, you know, you got the people who are masked up, gloved up. You know, they're 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 when they're driving, folks. When they're driving, 
Just like, uh, you know, I love the cart narcs on Instagram. I got to have those guys on that shame people and not putting their carts back. And th- now they have park narcs, people can't park. We got to have people that are just jackasses who are masked up, gloved up while driving. Like I've said, if you're too worried and you're too paranoid, don't go out. Don't sacrifice me living a life because, y- you know, you're afraid. Stay home. If you're vulnerable, if you're sick, stay home. It's pretty simple. Give people a choice. Why well, I'm giving a choice. I'm not wearing a mask. This is a mask-free zone. This is a glove-free zone. Whatever. It's it's bullshit is what it is. Okay? I, 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 think, I've, I think I've said my piece on that. <sighs> I just, if it's not one thing, it's another, everybody. If it's not one thing, it's another. Major League Baseball started back up. Uh, the Phillies had their first practice day, which was awesome to see. Uh, I think they start the 18th or 19th, 6th to start the 1st. Flyers don't have dates on them yet. But I believe, I believe it's Toronto and Edmonton where they're going to play the game. So, so you're going to have sports 24-7, which is going to be awesome for you know two months, which I can't wait to see. But someone goes, sports aren't important. My ass, sports aren't important, okay? Uh, uh, we got to get to the cancel culture. Anything you say, you can offend someone. This whole show is about offending people. I offend people of every race, creed, sexual orientation, age. It doesn't matter to me, Okay. And, you know, people like Howard Stern to go, oh, my last two books, you should just ignore those. That, that wasn't you, Howard, you jackass. He, he's a fraud, too, now. He is, I don't know why he just doesn't retire. You've made all your money. You're not innovative anymore. And you've, you've uh, uh, cowtailed to the establishment because you want to be with the, the A-listers. That's all you care about. You know, cancer culture, you guys can kiss my ass. Every statue has to be torn down. Everybody's offended. Everybody's a horrible person. I just I can't I can't deal with it anymore. I can't. Chaz or Chad, whatever you want to call it. Now that got destroyed today, which was great. Put one in the win column for the good guys. They got rid of Chaz, which is fantastic in Seattle, which was just an absolute disgrace in what was going on in, in Seattle. Finally the mayor finally wised up. I don't think she had any clue what was going on. But finally, after there was I think there was two shootings, they got rid of Chaz. Um, I think that'll do it. We got wrestling on the night. We got NXT. We got AEW on. So make sure you check all those things out. Um, I think I got to stop my ums. That's what I got to work on. I got to stop that. I believe as we get closer to the start of the Perky League season, we'll do a Perky League preview podcast. Maybe the week, the weekend before, the Sunday before the season kicks off. We'll have some people on. Hopefully, have some scrimmages coming up. Thanks for Don Don Hooten from President of the Taylor Hooten Foundation for being a guest on the show. It was great to have him on. I'll put the information uh, for the Taylor Hooten Foundation uh, on the website and what they're trying to do. Uh, so you can check out the events if you want to um, and listen to the podcast, which is all all good stuff, all positive things. And it was good to catch up with him. Uh, so for the 386th time, I can't believe this is 386. For the 386th time, in the words of my brother. Assistant Chief Zach Felivas of the world-famous Fort Washington Fire Company. Two wrongs don't make a right. Good night, everybody. Big Daddy Graham, take it away. Here it comes. Watch out.
is going out on strike again. There's a crash on 95. There's a fire down in Kensington. Geez, that's a real surprise. Aggie Weather says it's gonna snow. God, they hope so weather sells. Even if it's just a quarter in. Make it sound like blizzard hell We cover all the breaking news With morons waving in the back Even if you're on your honeymoon They're gonna send me action camp the big story the big story the big story Hey! There's an action news fan Mommy, Daddy, there's a geeky-looking guy on our doorstep. Oh, my God! It's Don Holling! That's not the big, not the big story. Not the big story. Not the big story. I want a monocle now, pass swimsuit,